Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Let's be honest. Sometimes you and your spouse just cannot seem to agree. Today we're going to talk about how to disagree but still get on the same page. I get the pleasure and honor of doing this show with my husband. Mandy's not here today, and so we're kind of taking this from a marriage perspective. So welcome to the show. Hey. Again. I I know. It's so great to be here again. It's so much fun. I love it. And if you haven't listened to any of our shows before, we have a whole bunch of shows, marriage shows specifically, and uh, Mandy and Matt also have some too. Um, My husband, Charles, is, uh, well, you can introduce yourself. How about that? Tell us what you do and who you are. Who are you? Who am I? Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a public school administrator, so I've, I've been in education for uh, for quite a while. Uh, so I get a chance to see um, all sorts of fun things on a campus um, on a on a fairly large scale. Middle so, school, middle school, currently right, right now, middle school. school but I've done the older kids as well, and uh, so I get a chance to see you know a lot of different struggles, and I get a chance to help families uh, in a way. Uh, that I wouldn't be able to, like if it was like in a church setting or in my own family, because our kids are not quite yet in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get a chance to do that. Um, and I've uh, been doing it for quite some time. I've still got a lot to learn, just kind of like marriage, even though yes. we've been we've been married for 97 years 98, now, 98, yeah. 98 years now. <laughs> and uh, we're approaching the century mark. And uh, we still got lots to learn. And uh, for those of you that don't know, that's like an inside joke between Kim and I, because um, I'm the one that can remember our anniversary and how many actual years we've been married. <laughs> Kim sometimes throws out numbers that are... Uh, Listen, folks, I have been known to forget my birthday. So I'm just not a numbers gal. <laughs> and I'm thankful for my husband because I'm like the guy in the typical sitcom who can't remember the anniversary. Well, this is this is a great segue into the topic for yes. today's show, I think, is maybe you're not so much a numbers person. Yes. And this can sometimes lead to... Disagreements. Disagreements, <laughs> right. When the topic of today's show is... When we just don't agree. We just don't agree. Yeah. Well, this is a good one because it's going to happen. We do want to give a little caveat here. Um, Disagreeing on major issues can and will happen, but we want to make sure you know that we're not talking about the non-negotiables, like your belief in Jesus or moral and legal issues, like big things. Like you can't go into marriage and one person believing in like polygamy. And you being like, well, we'll just go along with it. Well, yeah, that's extreme. It's yeah. ex- that was an extreme example. Well, I think also, like you know, for those of you that are uh, you know thinking about getting married out there, so those engaged couples that may be listening to the show, or you have somebody uh, that you know that's um, you know your a, kid maybe your is about kid, to get right, married. Your kid yes. about ready to get. These are some things. That's why mar- that pre-marriage counseling is so important. So you can really uncover some of those big differences mm-hmm. because there are some big differences. That could just end up in a very quick divorce. Yeah. Uh, so we want to or make long term suffering or yeah, right. Or some really, really bad Dissension. things, you know, down the road. Um, so, yeah, so polygamy would definitely be one uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would that wouldn't fly in, in most. Yes, uh, yes. I've watched reality in most states, really. <laughs> it's actually against the law. But uh, no, there's some other things, too. You know, just really important, like the big things uh, you want to iron those things out. But as you get married and or as you uh, become married and you kind of work out your uh, your differences, there's just going to be like these get to know you kind of moments 
um, where you think you know everything about your spouse when you get married. But as you get older and as you kind of like go through new experiences together, yeah. you're going to see um, things differently. You're going to attack different problems differently. And I think we grow and change. And so you may have figured some things out in your early marriage. And then like here we are 20 years later still realizing, oh, yeah, I feel differently about that. And I used to say all the time, let's just agree to disagree. Um, that's something my mom used to say. It's one of those social norms. And I, I'm really realizing, especially I, I listened to a podcast other than Next Talk, and um, it was going through leadership. And one of the things they talked about was agreement versus alignment. And it really, really stuck with me because it was such a better definition to me than agreeing to disagree. Because that's just like saying, okay, we're not going to agree. We're going to go our separate ways and do our own thing. Right. You just table the discussion or maybe it never even gets addressed at all. Yes. Right. If you just agree to disagree and then what, you're never going to come back to it later? Yeah. What does that that even mean? mean? We're just going to agree to not do anything. And then it never gets resolved, right? Yes. Right. And then we never move anywhere. Or if it does get moved or pushed because maybe one spouse is more passionate or dominant about a particular topic, then there's resentment later on. And I thought we just agreed to disagreed. Well, mm-hmm. Like we did disagree, but we did it my way anyway. Or, you yes. know what I mean? And so then we end up having some issues later on. That's so good. So this agreement versus alignment concept, I think um, if you've never heard about it, it's a big thing in leadership training. And it was new to me, but it made so much sense. Um So here's kind of a definition of what that means. Alignment means you can support a decision as if it were your own, even though you might have done something different if ultimately were up to you. Okay. So does that make sense? Okay. So, you know, if it was just me making a decision, I'm just going to go forward and this is what I'm going to do. But if it's more than one person and you feel differently than the other person, you agree to be aligned. Like you, you listen, you understand this is the plan. We're going to be in alignment together and move forward. All right. I can visualize that as like actually being in a line, like maybe instead of both partners kind like of taking a lead, mm-hmm. somebody is actually taking the lead and then everybody else kind of follows along, even though they might have done it differently. But we're going to agree to kind of follow this pa- particular path mm-hmm. and we're going to follow this one. OK, I got it. All right. Sounds good. Now, agreement is really cool. Two. Okay. Agreement is when you come to the table to discuss, you know, an issue, a topic, a plan, and both parties really believe in the direction and the decision. Well, it, like it's your own. It's a personal choice. I got it, yeah. And so you're on the same page from day one. You agree to move forward in this way, and everybody decides. I got it. This is more like you're standing hand in hand, and you're walking yes. together, and not so... I got you. Okay, I got yes. it. Yes. So that's the difference, alignment and agreement. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to share a story about this because this is a big thing and we want to give you a tangible explanation and then what that looks like moving through an issue. How do, how can you be aligned and what it doesn't look like and how that works in marriage especially. So we want to give the example of Disney World. Yes. Because this can. just happened. This just happened. Yes. <laughs> it's fresh. Uh, it is just fresh uh, burned into my memory uh, <laughs> and also through my wallet. Yes. And uh, so this is this is a good example of alignment, not necessarily agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I agreed to go. We drove there. I drove most of the way and I drove all the way back in one trip because I could not wait to get out. 17 hours. 17 hours fun. straight. Yeah. And Kim was like, wow, you're, you're pretty amazing. I, was like, yeah, I don't know if I'd be <laughs> any more motivated to, uh, to, uh, to, to leave Orlando and to get home as quickly as possible. Um, so. We should give some background. Okay. Yeah. I grew up going to Disneyland, Disney World every year with my mom or my dad. And um, it was just, just this magical place. 
wonderful memories. And so before we ever met, in my mind, someday we would take, me and my spouse would take our kids to Disneyland or Disney World. Like that was just a thing. Yeah. And never thought about that someone might think differently. That's just something that you do when you grow up in the U.S. I guess I kind of thought that as well. I never went as a kid. This is my first time going was when we just went, when we just went. So as a kid, I guess I assumed that I would go at some point because mm-hmm. it seems to be like, you know, an American treasure. I should just go for the experience. <laughs> you know, it's something that people just do, I guess, at some point, you know, when uh, when they've exhausted all other options. <laughs> And uh, they, I don't know, they just seemed like way too happy. Well, I think most people should know this about me as well before we go any further. Like, I don't like crowds. Or rides. Or rides. And I don't do well in the heat. Hmm. So. So it's good we planned this trip in July. Yeah, right. Perfect timing. Although I don't know if there would have been a better time of year to actually go for me personally. So I guess I just got in a line. I just, you know, got behind you. Wasn't really like leading the charge here. Um, I know I offered some suggestions and and whatnot, but really this was so that our kids could enjoy um, something. And I had to really try hard to not bring up some of the things that I disagreed with along the way. Well, let's rewind and talk about what that looked like, because alignment, what's, what's really key with alignment is that when you make that decision, it has to come first with discussion. So it wasn't like I said, listen. Buster. I don't even say Buster. Buster. But I, I, it's not like I said, listen, we're going. This is like a 1940s. This is what's happening. <laughs> like a crime detective show. On. Hey, yeah. Buster. Hey, Buster. Listen, we're going to Disney World. Get in a line with me. This is how, this, how much we're spending. It wasn't like that. It was me saying, here's what I think would be something really cool for our family. It's... I, it's not a must do, but it's something I would really like to do. I did the research. I showed the budget, the plan, all the things. Yeah. And then I heard you out for years. About like, and then there's also <laughs> years and college years. for the children. Yeah. Clothes and food. <laughs> and there's also retirement. <laughs> but I did hear you out. You know, here's my concerns. This is why I think it's a bad idea. This I could see these good things about it. Like you were you were good about it, sharing all the different facets. Then we made a decision together. I surrendered. Yeah, I think stop. really. I don't know. No, really. And that's what I think a lot of dads <laughs> out there and husbands are like, look, I can't really come up with anything better than just not going. Yeah. And so I'm like, look, let's just do it. Let's like, and I think guys often do this. It's mm-hmm. like, we want to provide for mm-hmm. our families. We want them to experience certain things. Um, sometimes we don't have the best ideas on how to do that. So a lot of times we're like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Let's do it. And then sometimes you look at the numbers on it, uh, the financial side of it, or maybe the the time commitment on it, if it was yeah. something else. And then you're like, oh my goodness, th- this may Are be, you sure? uh, I don't know if I, <laughs> uh, did I agree to all of this? Oh man, this is a bad idea. Um, but I, I think it was just something that really, um, I'm glad that we went, you know, but uh, I, I had to really, I struggle. I struggled before I struggled there internally mm-hmm. and then I struggled even almost today a little bit like kind of like after the fact like I I'm the, the kids still talk about it and I Every really day. love that I love the fact that they do that um and it's just it's just so different than anything that I would have done on my own yes so that's why it's not an aligned th- or it's not an agreed thing but it was aligned and I just I have to now just accept that that's what we did yeah and I have to move on from there I can't bring it up anymore well and that's the key it's something that we didn't agree on but we aligned on and you made that decision like, okay, we're going to make this choice. 
and I'm not going to try to stop it or make it bad or awful. And we're going to talk about some of that language later of how you truly can be aligned with something you don't necessarily agree on. Right. And you, you don't want a marriage of just alignment. No. Right. Because then you end up having those relationships where you're kind of just t- towing the other spouse along. Yeah. Right. You see like that, that poor guy at Michael's or at a, at a, like a <laughs> department store where he's just Hobby like Lobby. on his phone, like sitting, just looking for like the next closest chair while the wife tries on bras or whatever. And that, or, you know, the, the next weekend, like he's out with his boys, like doing fantasy football leagues. And then there's everybody just kind of is like alignment. They're all in agreement, but they're doing everything separate. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good and point. so we want to get everybody to back on agreement side. We want people to agree that the things that we're doing together yeah. and nothing against, you know, fantasy football leagues or going and shopping with your wife. But we just don't want your existence as your a married marriage couple should not be right, shouldn't be like that. That's right? a great point. So alignment is something that sometimes we make the choice to do. But it shouldn't be the number one definition of our marriage and our relationship. Agreement, hopefully, is the goal. Right. Alignment is a choice. Cool. I like it. You know, I think one thing we need to say is that differences can be good as long as there's respect in those differences. And I think this was a good example. Like, Charles and I, as we began to discuss um, this Disney trip and we were talking about this show, another good example of that is the cash system. Oh, yeah. So if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey and his cash system, that's something we implemented a long time ago in our family. And then we got away from it. Mm -hmm. And just recently, my husband said, look, we had this whole thing. And we go into that in another show, which is a great show. Um, It's called Being Wrong Can Make Things Right. So definitely listen to that show. But the point being, with the cash system, when he presented it again as something that he wanted me to agree with, this time... Unlike the Disney trip, it was like the opposite. I made the decision to be in line with the cash system, but we weren't necessarily in agreement. And the reason why we made that decision at first was because I was able to have a respectful conversation with him. And that is key. Differences are good because sometimes your perspective is not something that your spouse has even thought of. Right. So, for example, I am the one who manages the household in the day to day, the groceries, the clothes, the school supplies, you know, all of those things. Right. You all know what I'm talking about. The paper towels, no toilet paper. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't do the toilet paper. That's true. <laughs> so I am the one who would have to carry around the bulk of the cash. And when you're talking about cash for groceries, eating out school supplies, clothes, that's a lot of cash in my wallet. And I remember thinking like, or or presenting that to him, listen, I have to carry this around. You don't. And that's stressful for me. It's a lot to manage. What if I lose it? And so being able to present your ideas and your concerns in a respectful manner and Mm -hmm. discuss it a lot of times brings new ideas to the table that help you get into agreement or create an alignment that will work better. Yeah, and I totally agree because I hate when there's like too much stuff in my wallet or yeah. my pocket or whatever. So I yeah. understood that. So I was like, well, what if we did the cash system, but we only had like, you know, what you carry like normally, like just your groceries and eat out because we have like, portion or just a small even. amount yeah. of it, you know, that way it's, you know, if, if you do lose wallet or it gets stolen or something like that, then we're not, uh, you know, we're not hurting the next month. And so we've came up with a, a pretty, I think, agreed upon way to kind of move forward because, you know, we looked at the, you know, we looked at our finances and we're like, man, I think we need to do something different. Well, at least that's where I was coming from. I thought we were maybe using the cards a little too much. Mm -hmm. Maybe let's go back to some real basic 
you know, cash-based, you know, style of spending and see if we could really tighten it up a little bit. And of course, this is one of those great things about going to Disney is it really makes you analyze your budget. <laughs> Back to the Disney. <laughs> We're like, mm, you know, so, wait, silver lining here, folks. You know, like uh, this is a great opportunity to revisit. Yeah, man, really, if we want to go back, because the kids, as soon as we left, they're like, when can we go back? Can we go back yeah. next year or whatever? And I'm like, well, I don't know. We got a really fun for something like this. <laughs> Again, now it's like either this or now it's uh, or, you know, it's it, it's uh, it's a big it's, it, it's a it's a big expense. And so how are you going to pay for something like that? So let's look at the budget. And because of that, um, it was really a chance for us to you know get back on track. And now we really have great conversations and agreement on almost everything financial now. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. If you're just now tuning in, today I have a special guest, my husband Charles, and we are talking about when we just don't agree. And we talked about kind of a new way of looking at things, agreement versus alignment, um, a little bit about how differences can be good as long as you have respectful discussion. And we're talking about that right now in terms of money. We decided to recently go back on the cash system, and at first we were not in agreement. But we got in line. I got in line behind Charles's leadership and said, okay, you've listened to me. We've discussed it. We've compromised a little bit. I'm going to get in alignment with you as we make this decision. Mm -hmm. But here's something really cool. A lot of times when you are in alignment in your marriage and there's respectful, ongoing conversation, open communication, you can shift from alignment to agreement. Yes. And that is such a good place to be. Right. Such a good it's worth celebrating because you get on the same page and you're like, oh, my goodness, I, you know, I gr agreed to get in line with you. But now I really see it. Yeah. And you're in agreement. And that is a blessing. Well, and I think also, too, it has been helpful to, you know, for you who have been in charge of the finances, like for the majority of our marriage, for you to kind of say, maybe it's your turn to start taking the lead on the alignment side. So I start leading us a different way. And then we start seeing like, hey, maybe this is where we need to be. Not to say that I do it better. Just say like at this point in our lives, like maybe mm -hmm. this is the way that we should do it. And then we become we, we are now in agreement on a whole new path. Yeah. Right. And so Such allowing yeah, to do that respectfully and to do it together and to do it openly and to have, you know, conversations about it. And uh, we have we've probably had more conversations about the like our budget and finances in the last month or two than we had maybe the the last like five years. Yeah. You know, and because we're really in alignment, we're really in agreement. We're kind of checking base, checking in, in with each other before we spend anything or before like any sort of bills are due or mm -hmm. any sort of things that we're really now aligned and agreed upon and kind of moving forward. And I think it's a really good place for us to be. It's the best place we've been since we've been married and we've been married, like I said earlier, 135 years. Amazing. And it's been great. And we look good for <laughs> 136. <laughs> so the last point uh, we want to make is once you agree to be aligned, 
maybe you're not in agreement, but you're deciding you know, on alignment and a decision, mm -hmm. you really need to be on board. And you really, even though you joked about it and you're talking about your internal voice when we told the Disney story, if you agree, you, you agree that you're not completely in agreement, you're aligned, it's really, you've gone through the process of respectful listening, discussing, making a decision. It's really important to live that out. This is really key. Alignment does not mean, okay, we're going to do this thing, but I'm going to <laughs> buck the system the entire way. Right. Arms crossed and uh, yes. you know, scowl on the face kind of thing. Just waiting for somebody to trip up, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, that half-hearted effort where you're like, okay, and you make everybody's life miserable. That's not alignment. Yeah. That's not what that looks like. You know, those side comments or like me, I'm really bad about making these expressions with my face. I might be saying with my mouth, yes, I am on board. But my face is saying, you are crazy. I'm not doing this. <laughs> That's not true alignment or talking behind your spouse's back, like telling your friends, my husband wants to do this thing. And I'm like, OK, but I really hate it. And blah, 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 blah. or with your kids. That yeah, is the kids so is, yeah. detrimental. Well, yeah, teaching them a really bad habit, right? When yes. talk, you know, as far as like when they get married, you know, kind of setting that standard for them. It's like that's not how we treat our spouse. We don't treat them with respect if we're going to do it like that. That's really a, a good, important lesson to model or not to model for your yes. kids. It's like, you know, when dad's away or if, if mom's away and we don't agree with things that the other spouse is doing, don't tell your kids that. Yes. Don't be like, hey, well, you know, your mom really wants to go on this trip. And uh, that's the reason why we don't have money for this. Or mm -hmm. your dad really wants to you know, tighten up on the finances and that's why we can't have nice things. So if yes. you want to complain about something, you know, go talk to your father kind of thing. Yeah. So that could be, you know, like a really, really bad thing, not just for your own current relationship, but then like your kid's future marriage as well. It's so true. We're, yeah. we're modeling for them what a healthy marriage looks like, what open communication looks like in a marriage. And if you are back talking or if you're talking bad about your spouse behind their back, like mm. that's terrible. That's not the kind of legacy that any of us want to leave. I think probably the biggest thing for me has just been like once the decision has been made and the path has already been you know, traveled on, or maybe you've already, you know, like for it, if it was a vacation and you've already come back from the vacation, it don't bring up the, the negative side of those things again, right? Don't, uh, don't revisit. Yeah. Don't revisit and don't be, especially if it was just like one person really leading the way, don't bring back like the negative things that kind of went along with that experience, right? If you were in alignment, right, you kind of give up that right to complain about it, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you guys are, we're a married couple, we're a spouse, we make decisions together. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to bring up how much, you know, the trip costs or what we should have done instead or anything else like that. Like that's something that we made together, you know, even though it was more something like the, that you and the kids wanted to do, I, you know, I was fully you got in line. Yeah, I was in line and I was a hundred percent behind it. And I cannot, um, as a, in a, as a, in a respectful way. And as your husband, I can't bring that up as a negative experience. Right. Right. That Only on fair. radio when we're giving examples so, right. of the inner voice. Well, no, it was, it was, I think, well, yeah, right. Especially like in, in especially in front of our kids. Right. And, yeah. and, and I don't ever want to like think of that as a negative thing. I, obviously it was a learning experience for me and it got, you know, it got me out of my shell. I, I rode rides. For like the first time, I only got sick because I ate too much at a buffet. I wasn't like as <laughs> nauseous as I thought I was going to be. And, I, um, you know, I, I tolerated the heat and the crowds, I thought, pretty well. I think that's a really great example is, you know, that was something he didn't want to do at all. He decided with me. We, we talked it through and made that decision as a family. And while we were there, the whole time, even though I know you really well and you were struggling, the whole time, though, 
you jumped in 100%. Like you said, you rode the rides. You took all the goofy pictures. You did all the things. You wore the matching T-shirts <laughs> that I had made. Goofy was in quite a few of our goofy pictures. Goofy was in quite yeah. a few. You put on the funny hat. I mean, you did all the things. And it was a great experience, so much fun for the kids. And so being in alignment was such a blessing for our family that you made that choice and that we, we decided together that this was what our family was going to look like. And so alignment can really be a blessing when agreement is not something you can reach. Right. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to use that over you in the future either. Right. I'm not going to be like, hey, remember that time I went to Disney? You know, I agreed to go with you. So now you need to follow along with me in this particular path. Exactly. Right? It, doesn't, it doesn't get you to build a sort of like a, you have to do this for me account. Yeah. Right? So it's important to kind of make sure you use that or don't use that as sort of leverage in the future decisions. That's so true. Yeah. So agree to disagree does not work. That just tables things and never finds a solution. Right. Alignment versus agreement is a great way to approach marriage. That's our first tip. Number two, differences can be good as long as there's respectful conversation that's involved. And number three, once you're on board, really be on board. You know, you can't be aligned and then be talking behind your spouse's back, saying bad things or bringing it up after the fact. Then you were never truly aligned in the first place. Mm -hmm. And again, I just want to remind everybody that you can in a decision decide on alignment versus agreement, but then pray about it. Ask the Lord to bring you agreement within that decision. And that can happen. We've seen it happen in our marriage where we've decided on alignment and down the road as we've walked through it, we've come to a place of agreement and that has been such a blessing yeah. and such a good part of our journey. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Well, I love being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?